Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on on the clock, fans? How are you doing on this beautiful Friday, November the sixth? Oh man, it's it's the world is a, a little bit a little bit crazier, <laughs> but it'll get calmer. It'll get calmer. What's going on, George? It's Raul Luscano with your favorite guys here in the Tampa Bay area, man. With your favorite podcast, On the Clock Radio. What's going on, George? How you doing, sir? This is the song that I want to be driving to work with tonight. This, this is what I want. This is the song Nevada needs to hurry up. <laughs> So we can do Get the bottles popping. We need to get this going, man. Hey, on the clock fans, we got a lot to talk about, man. Speaking of Nevada, we got to talk about the Raiders and what's going on with John Gruden's camp. Uh, we have a lot to speak about. We have the Bucks versus Saints, a rematch of week one. Uh, that's going to be even a better game with the Bucks being 6-2. and two. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we have to talk about what that matchup is going to look like. Speaking of the, uh, the beautiful Tampa Bay Bucks right now, uh, we got Antonio Brown making his debut possibly this week, getting a couple plays in. Um, also, for you basketball stars, man, you basketball players, NBA starts back up Christmas week. We got to talk about the effects that's going to happen like that. Also, George is still kicking my butt in the pickums, and uh, we're going to do that and fantasy football. So don't go anywhere. You're on the clock. George, my guy, my guy, this beautiful Friday. How are you doing, sir? How's the kids? How's the family, man? What's good with them, man? Kids are great. Family's good. It's game day. Oh, for God. Us. Jay oh, Boy's man. kicking off tonight, yeah. 7.30 against Alonzo to end the season. Try to finish 7-1, right man. Playoffs. Yeah, man. Got to go in there swinging. Uh, well, I can't say that on the radio. So we got to go in there <laughs> swinging and fighting. <laughs> we got to go in there ready to go, man. It's going to be fun, man. I can't wait to be there. Yeah. Family good, man. Everybody's straight. Everybody's good, man. How's how's the family on your side? I know, you know, you guys are youth football is in full full swing now. Yeah, you know, it it's is going man. well. It's going good, man. God, shout out to the Jags and everybody over there at the youth football. Everything's going good, man. Everything so far is a blessing. We do have to go play at Countryside Cougars. I don't know if you know where that's at. Ooh, I do. Yeah, we got to go play over there. Yeah, but they got some. They got Osmar. some. Yeah, they got some crazy rules though. You got to have like four different bands on. You got to pay four different fees. I'm serious. After your game, they make everybody leave the stadium before they start the next game. Wow. And then you have to pay for the next game and get you get a brand new band. It's going to be crazy. So <laughs> did you hear about, and I want to uh, a little off, off the agenda. Yeah. Did you hear about what, what Jesuit NTC is going on tonight? No. So Jesuit NTC is playing tonight, which right. is a big rivalry. Great game. And... TC is the home team. Right. And they're limiting Jesuit to two tickets per kid. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know what? Shout out to TC for being smart <laughs> and understanding, you know, you're not going to bring that entire crowd over here. That's it. That's Jesuit, it. That's two tickets per kid, period. They got a huge we following. Care. We don't care if you're a freshman or a senior. Right, right. They got a they got a huge following like a, like a Wisconsin or you know, Nebraska Ohio State following. Yeah, they're trying to control the crowd over there, TC. So shout out to Jerry's. 
Let me ask you this: there, is, it, is it only the football team? Because you know they got that loud band, so they probably won't allow their band to come over too. <laughs> Right, yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, something. Where it was like, uh, listen, it's only parents. Yeah, no band. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> hey, not this week. COVID yeah. twenty twenty. Can't, yeah, can't, can't do it right now. They can't. Can't at all. Which? Who do you like in the game? I'm asking for your pick here. Uh, you know, I, I like all uh, subjects. I got a lot of Jag kids playing over there, man. But uh, TC's pretty strong. I mean, um, Jesuit's pretty strong. Uh, I don't know, man. If if TC can hang with them a little bit. Man, I don't know, man. I, I would have to go Jesuit. Jesuit wins by, by seven or more. They're 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 just a, that's just a well oiled machine. You know I mean, it is the, the the biggest thing Jesuit has going for him is that quarterback they had transferred yeah. down from from up north. The guy has been on fire the entire year, but Jesuit is due for a game. Yeah. They have they're to due be. for a game where something doesn't go right. Yeah. Uh, TC has been building throughout the years for this kind of type of game. Yeah. I actually like TC. I like TC to pull it out. I Lou hope they do, man. And, and Washington and, and those guys over there, I like them to pull out a win and pull out an upset. D.D. Snyder, he's been on the show yeah. his senior year. Why not go out to bang and be judged for the first time in, in, I think it's five, six years. Yep. The last time TC won. And when he was on the show, he mentioned that it, that would be his dream game of, of mm-hmm. finishing strong was, was beating Jesuit, man. So, Shout out to TC, man. I hope they pull it out, man. I, I want them to. I know my heart shoots out to them, so I, I know they're doing good, man. Um, there's been a lot of games canceled, speaking of high school, for COVID as well, man. Big time. We've had a lot wow. of games. You just had Wiregrass. Yep. Their season's over. Pretty much, yeah. They had two positive case yep. cases yep. On, on their team this week. Um, so their season's now done. You wonder, you know, they played Tech last week. Yeah. You wonder, and that's a school that I'm. Contact, I hate to start a conspiracy theory here, buddy. I hate to be that guy. Oh boy, I hate to be that guy. But of all the schools in Hillsborough County, Tech is the only one that's COVID free. They either have the cure over there, or everybody's in freaking hazmat suits. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a little weird, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, the question that I have is, you know, Wireless has two positive cases. Yep. As you start to dial it back and go through the contact tracing. Does that potentially affect tech also? That's a very good question. Um, I, I don't know how many days they go back with that. Is it just recent? Was it from the day it was positive? There's a lot of unknowns right. there, but I know Gaither's game against Osceola also got canceled. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Um, for them, they had, they had COVID tests and they had some, they didn't have enough healthy players. As as a report kind of read, um, I kind of read that as I, I also didn't want to get a butt whooping this Friday night, so we're just gonna right. wave the white flag and get out of there because <laughs> Gaither Gaither's really really good. Right, right. But it, it was uh, so far in the last two weeks, six games have man. been canceled. It's rough, man. It's not that's not what, cool, bro. That's and what cool. I'm worried about now is now we're entering the cold season. Yep. Yeah. Which, you know, for us Floridians, cold season, anything below 70. Oh, yeah. 70, <laughs> 71, and everybody, every female is bringing out the boots. Every female is yeah, going to wear boots. Females bringing out the boots. The, the, the boys bring out the hoodies. Right, right. Or the gray sweatpants. And, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> the gray sweatpants. That's what, they, that's so, what they're looking for. Now that the cold is coming back, you know, does it affect the playoffs here in the state of Florida here as we get going? I think it does, man. Can you imagine that? Make it a playoff run, and you got to sit for two weeks. Oh, or being a team, you make a playoff run, and you know you, you play against a great team that doesn't show up that week because they got COVID. Yeah, man. 
I mean, uh, I can think of four that that would be great for. for <laughs> I think that'd be great for us. We can name four teams, uh, but it is it is kind of weird. You do want to play the best team. So, and, and speaking of COVID, jumping to the NFL, man, you got Trent Brown over there back on the COVID nineteen list in Las Another Vegas. Another one. Another one, and then you got John Gruden, and the and half a million dollars is what the Las Vegas Raiders have been Cha-ching. fined. Right, they have been fined for this. I, not only, not only is Nevada screwing us in the election right now for making us wait <laughs> this long. We, we still don't know. We still don't know on Friday, and this is Friday morning, so maybe it'll change in the afternoon. But we don't know. But you know, you got their favorite football team still screwing up and disobeying all the COVID rules that are that are supposed to be done for the NFL. You know what I'm saying? And then they lost a draft pick. Six-round draft pick. John Green got fined 150 Gs. Right. The Raiders got fined 500. They, they, they got fined Patrick Mahomes' contract, basically half a <laughs> billion dollars. That's what it was. was Someone's got to pay for Mahomes' contract. Might as well be the Raiders. And the, and what was reported from Adam Scheffner, right, he reported that one of the, the, the reasons or the violations that uh, the NFL gave him was the head coach John Gruden has not consistently worn a mask, like wow. ever, right? So he hasn't consistently worn them. He on the sideline, he said he keeps on his chin, his lips, and he moves it up and down. He doesn't consistently wear it, um, and which is probably shout out to Andy Reid. That's why he figured I'll just wear this freaking shield. shield. I don't yeah. have to bother with this damn thing. But you know, whatever. Uh, and, players, and you see more coaches around the league doing that. Same Bruce Arians, yep, had the shield for the first time this this past weekend. It's just smart. There's another one. Yeah, it's just pretty smart, man. Uh, which again, it's Andy Reid. So, uh, but the other violations was players attended a large indoor gathering at the facility. Idiots and didn't do social distancing. So, I mean, team allowed an unauthorized person into its locker room after games. Wow. Yep. So now that's why they were fined half a million dollars. Um, Gruden, 150000 And then the Raiders lost his In your opinion. That's what I was going to ask deserved? you. Yeah, I, I think, do you, th- if, and they're repeated offenders apparently, right? Right. So what did the Titans get? Because that's where you got to kind of gauge it, right? The Titans were consistently like. Stop on the wrist. Right, a COVID nineteen habitual line steppers. They <laughs> <laughs> just kept stepping over the damn line every time. So, what did they get? If they didn't get a fine like that, if they didn't do anything like that, why why did the Raiders pay as much? You know, I, I'm all for punishment. You know, what I'm saying giving them a punishment. I'm just saying, does it does it does it, was this as much as the Titans got? Because I don't remember the Titans getting hit like this. The Titans didn't get hit like that at all. Um, I think the reason why you're seeing this is because it's a repeat player. It's the same guy. Now, he's the first player to be quarantined twice. So at this point, the NFL had to step in and had had to have a pretty big hammer to come down with to penalize the Raiders with it. Um, Six-round pick, you figure, "Eh, you know, that's not that bad. But you look at them being able to trade picks and move up in the draft, usually that six-round pick comes very valuable to them. Um, They're doing okay this season, so we're probably going to have a mid- Mid to first round pick, so probably picking in the middle of the rounds. That six round pick could be used to package a deal to move up um, a couple spots towards the front end of, of a round to get a guy they want to get. Um, I, I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big fine. We'll see what happens to the next team that has a repeat offender. It, yeah, and again, I want to see if it fits the the crime. Like, can every team? Do you think this is just because of the Titans? They figured. All right, let's slap the crap out of the Raiders so these other teams know we're not playing. 
Because I don't think they I got think, the hint. I think it's because it's a first repeat offender. Yeah. It's the first team that had the same guy going on COVID twice now. Well, didn't, but didn't Titans have like 24 people at one point, 25 or something they like that? They did, but it was all the first time they first all time. went on COVID. Sure. So it, now I think the same applies to Tennessee. If for some reason one of those 24 guys right. gets on the gets COVID again, where they get on put on the list again, where they got it or not, but get put on the list again, then I think the NFL comes heavy on them as well because then they follow the Raider template of what they did to the Raiders. And that's true too. And that's true too. And now, a- in my opinion, they should award the teams that uh, didn't get COVID with uh, this extra dad picks. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty nice. Are you are you alluding to your Tampa Bay Bucks that have not been <laughs> fined or put? Well, up? no, no, because the Bucks <laughs> have had staff members test positive. Okay, so we haven't had any players, but we've had right. staff members. We had the assistant to the assistant equipment guy that handles the towels. The assistant to the assistant test positive um, for COVID, but we haven't had any players. But I, I think you know if if a team goes the entire year without an issue and there's only a few of them. I think those teams should be awarded with the commentary picks that are usually given out each year. Right. Those are the teams that kind of get them. Right. Um, if you take one from the Titans, you take one from the Raiders, I think these other teams get extra traffic because they follow the rules and did the right way. That's not bad. That's not a bad incentive either to continue doing good what you got to do for COVID. So uh, that's, I know a team that wishes uh, that Tom Brady get COVID. I know a team that's going to be – Hoping because <laughs> now they got an extra stud there. You know, I'm talking about the Saints versus the Bucks this week. Um, wow, I can't wait. It's I one of our pickums, and we'll, we'll we'll discuss that later. But I know they can't wait after after the embarrassment of Week One, getting shellacked like that. Um, Drew Brees now has been held back twice for the second day in a row for staying out of practice. You mentioned to me before we got jumped on here that they must be nursing his shoulder. They must be trying to take care of him. Do you think that's the case? Should he be practicing? He gets Michael Thomas back this week. Shouldn't he be getting some kind of chemistry? Yeah, it's going to be weird for the Saints this week because, like you said, they're nursing Drew Brees now two days in a row. Meanwhile, Michael Thomas is back at practice. Emmanuel Sanders was on the COVID list just a week ago. Oh, boy. So he hasn't been around the team either. So you figure all those dynamics haven't gelled together, but it is the Saints. It is Drew Brees. It is Michael Thomas. I don't know how much time they need to get prepared, uh, but this is going to be a the game of the week for oh, yeah. sure. Oh yeah, with everything else going on, it's in Tampa. It's now six weeks later from when they played the first time. Six seven weeks later when they played the first time. Yep, we're not. It's not Tom Brady's first game with the Bucks anymore. Right. You got Antonio Brown making his debut, which I was reading <sighs> today. He's going to play between ten and thirty five snaps. Uh. You know, I think a lot of that matters on Chris Godwin's availability. Right. If Chris Godwin doesn't play, I think he's up in the 35, 40 range. Yeah. If Chris Godwin does play, I think you see Antonio Brown in the three receiver sets. Yeah. I think they move Scotty, Scotty Miller down a little bit. But Brady loves, loves Scotty Miller. He really does, man. He's like, I found another Wes Welker. You know what I mean? He found another so, guy. It'll be interesting to see. Now, the thing that I'm concerned about that's not being talked about a lot right now is Ali Marpet is in the concussion protocol. Yes, he is. He's questionable, highly questionable for this game on Sunday night. If there's a guy on that offensive line we can't be without is Ali Marpet. He's our best lineman. He's a guy we run the ball to. The The Bucks traditionally like the ball, run the ball to the right side. Mm-hmm. They favor 
Ali Marpet in the running game, that's that's going to be something to look out for. If fully loaded, fully loaded, no COVID, no injuries, no nothing, no hurt, Drew Brees, and fully loaded Saints, fully loaded Bucks. What's the outcome? What's the score? Bucks win. 31-27. I mean that's that's legit scoring right there. That's legit. I like that. Score. And I think and I think and I think that's a Tom Brady scores a touchdown in a two minute drill yeah. to win the game and and leave minimal time for the Saints to be able to drive down to to score. You think and, and they just run out of time? You think Antonio Brown does have a big day? I mean, even if even if Godwin doesn't play or plays, I think he's in the lineup to do something because his physique. So, the report that came out was. He's in top physical condition. He's in he's in prime right. physical shape. Uh, for for me, I think Antonio Brown will impact the game whether he has catches or not. Yeah, because regardless, he's going to draw attention. Yep. yep. Whether he's getting a catch or not, I think it opens up the game for. I think Antonio Brown plays, even if Chris Godwin doesn't play. I think Rob Gronkowski has a bigger day. Yeah, because now those seams are going to be a little clearer without safeties being there because you got to worry about Tony Brown. I think Mike Evans has a bigger day than the first one they played because now Mike Evans sees more single coverage. Even though I expect him to be shadowed by Lattimore, yeah, majority of the game because that seems to be the matchup. I still think Evans has a better day because of the fact that now you got to think about Antonio Brown. If Godwin plays. I think it creates all kinds of problems for the Saints because now I think you can't load the box. Yeah, I agree. And now we're in the three receiver sets when they go three receivers and one tight end. I don't think you load the box against them. Now I think it allows them to run the ball. Yeah. Sure, sure. So Jones should have a big day if he does. What I'm interested in, what I want to see is Jones Antonio. Fournette, I, I, think that, I think this is a game that Fournette kind of takes over. If Rojo fumbled yeah. last week and you saw what he fumbled last week, yeah. they kind of favor Fournette the rest of the game. Rojo kind of got benched. I think Rojo is working himself out of the starting lineup. And I think Fernandez working himself into more carries, being more of a predominant role now. He's a couple weeks into the game. This season, he knows the playbook. He knows what he's doing. I think this is the game that Leonard Fournette takes over. Yeah, emerges as the number one guy. Yeah. At running back. I think it's all leading up into it right now. This is a game I think the Bucs have circled on their paper saying we have to win this game. This game tonight in my opinion, on Sunday, will win the division. Oh, I agree with the you. The winner will win the division. I want to see Antonio Brown take his first hit. That's what I really want to see. I know he might look in shape. I know he's running. I want to see him take hits, get tackled, get up. You know what I mean? Because that's that takes a little bit while to get used to, especially as long as he's been out of the game. You know, hopefully you can simulate that in practice, but you're not really going to simulate game no, speed in practice. Yeah, I want yeah. to. Here's, here's a, a shocker bucks. for you. And this show, if we talked about, has been – Predicting the future for a long, long time. I know. And they need to start paying us for this. But go ahead. They should. Bucks are going to win. Yeah. Is one. So I tells you my pick for the week. <laughs> for the week. Yeah. But I also, I'm also going to go out and tell you that I think Tom Brady throws four touchdown passes. Ooh. I think, I think Antonio Brown has one. Mm-hmm. Gronk has two. That's a good call because I have Gronk on fantasy. And, and Mike Evans has the other one. And I think Mike Evans go, goes over 100 yards this week. I hope I hope I would pray because, like I said, the Bucks is week and week goes by. They look good, man. They look, they look like what they're supposed to be on paper, and that's what I was I was afraid. Of. Remember, I told you when you get a lot of these stars around, it's hard to make these pieces work. Yeah, when you got the goat, 
at quarterback, I think he makes it all easier I agree. to put together and, and spread the ball around. So I think you're going to see the Bucks win the game. I think you're going to see Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Gronk take over the game. I'm not sure if Chris Godwin plays. Is Chris Godwin plays? I like the Bucks to score 38 right. points. Um, they, they scored 28 points or more in a lot of games this year. Besides two, the Giants and, and, and actually week one against the Saints. Mm-hmm. So this could be a game that they, they live up to the hype. And I, 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 I truly think Drew Brees, I think Drew Brees struggles. Yeah. Old, old old man, father time catches up to him a little bit this week. Yeah, because Michael Thomas has, you know, he's come back this week off the off the injury and stuff and all the crap that's been going around with the Saints. He, he hasn't really established himself as a wide receiver dominance like DK Metcalf over Seattle. This guy is freaking... He has to be the best receiver in the league right now. Uh, I agree. Devontae Adams is killing over in Green Bay just last night. He he looked phenomenal. Aaron, Torch. Over, over, Torch. Oh, for you 49er Torch. fans, stop! don't ever come back out again until 2021 because you guys have nothing At to talk about. At the earliest. Yeah, they put please. Jimmy Garoppolo now on the IR. kills on the yeah. IR. The entire defense feels like it's on the IR. Yeah, they're just they're playing it, for COVID. They're, that's all they're doing. They're, they're waiting for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Put me on the bench for two weeks. They're done. But DK Metcalf is, I think, one of the best ones. I'm, I really – I had this argument with the guy at work once. I told him that Antonio Brown can't be the best receiver right now because he's only going to come back in for the eight games, the back half of the season. But it, who never knows? DK is my, my guy for the whole year. Who do you have as MVP candidate? Do you know who you have MVP-wise? Because there's been a lot of names thrown around, but there's been a few. If you had to name it today, who would it be? If I had to name it today, I got to go with the guy in Seattle. Oh, me too. I was going to say the same thing. Russell Wilson, yeah. f- for me, is the guy that's definitely doing it. Head head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. Putting a team on his back. Game-winning drives. The whole nine. He's done it. To me, it's Russell Wilson as of today. I think a lot of people would agree with you. You know, unless you, unless you just really love your team or your Bills Mafia, they're going to freaking agree with the fact that yeah, he this is this is the person that is the MVP of the of the league. Also, speaking of MB, MVP, speaking of of the league, NBA will be back Christmas week, man. Christmas week. Christmas week, the NBA comes back and I know they got to get everything swinging back in line with 2021 type deal. Is this too soon? Is this It's, it's Did they not have enough rest right now? It is too soon. Especially for those what those sixteen teams that were in the bubble, man. You know what I mean? Their season feels like it ended yesterday. I know. Do they? Do, and here's another. Do they go back to the bubble, or are they going to play in their stadiums now? I think from from sources that from what we read, and sources close to us that that follow basketball pretty closely, they're going back to the stadiums. Good. They're playing in their hometowns. They're playing their yeah. games just like a wood. I think they're. I think they're taking a page. Of the NFL and and in baseball, limited capacity. The regular season, limiting the capacity, okay, limiting exposure, the whole nine. And again, if you really think about it, the NBA will probably go back to a bubble for the playoffs. And that's where. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. Do you think they should go back? Should. I felt bad for those in guys order, being in that in bubble man, to for three months. The integrity of the NBA playoffs, which I think the NFL is going to do it also. I would really? not be shocked if I saw an East and West NBA or NFL playoff bubble. 
where they wow. they, they put guys in a hotel yeah. and, and, and because you want to protect the biggest games. Absolutely. You want to protect the playoff games. That's what it matters the most. So I think for NBA, A, I think it's very strategic. They're playing Christmas weekend right. for a reason. Yeah. The players have agreed in principle to take an 18% salary deduction right. the next two years. Do you think the teams that did not go to the bubble should just play during Christmas and leave off the ones that did play in the bubble till January? But no February? one's going to watch. No one's going to watch, yeah, and that's what it matters. Shit. The ad, the TV revenue is what matters. So you're going to see the Lakers playing. You're going to see your Heat is going to be playing. Yeah. Now, what I'm interested in finding out is, okay, so the draft for the NBA is going to be December 1st. Yeah. Yep. When does free agency start? How long is that period? What what a, what kind of because normally free agency takes a couple of weeks. Man, it's gonna now be a quick one. Shortened, you're looking at a shortened free agency period. How's it affect the player joining the new team? Yeah. Do contracts get signed quicker? Is it less money? Because again, you know, the NBA is taking substantial loss from year to year. They have from non-COVID year to, to now COVID year. What ha- I think the NBA looks a little bit different here in, in 2021. But again, I think they're seizing the moment. There's very, very little sports going on during December because baseball's not going. You only got the NFL that's playing. You can work your schedules around that. So that way you make sure people watch you during the Christmas week and going into January. Right. You know, I think it's a smart move by the NBA. I do. I do too. I, I just, I know they got to get back the uh, back on course and, and, you know what I'm saying? Make everything try to be normal again going into 2021. Gotta catch up. Right. Yeah, they they got to catch up to get back on schedule. I just thought it'd be after the new year. I thought it really would be January and not try to do it Christmas week of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nothing, but, but think about it. There's nothing. People are back at work in January. Yeah. People will be at home, you know, last two weeks of the year during Christmas break. The kids are at home. That kind of stuff is happening. There's not, no other sports going on. What are you going to watch? Oh, I... You're gonna watch the NBA season. You're gonna watch the Lakers take on the Heat. You're gonna yeah. watch. I know, they, you know it's the a tradition Lakers in the NBA with, with their new head coach. Yeah, you're gonna watch. You know, Duran and and Kyrie Irving. Right, kick They're off. That's forgot. Those guys are back. That's right. Those, those guys, guys are back. back. Steph Curry, Clay yep. Thompson come back for for the Warriors. So you got so many great headlines that the NBA has to capitalize on, monetary wise, to make up some money. It's all about the money, of course. If it wasn't. If it wasn't, yeah, you started in February. Yeah. Started in February, started in March. I agree, with you. I agree with you, man. Not the money. Speaking of uh, December cold months, we're going into the winter months. Uh, we have college football to talk about. That's what we I want. I want to I get into it quick, man. We, we're not running out of time, but we're getting there, man. Let's do our pickums real quick. We had a great week uh, last Listen, week. We are Nevada. We are going to take our time oh. during this podcast. You're right. Okay. However Let long it takes us to get slower. the votes across. To get our topics across, that's how long it takes. And let me tell you something. That Nevada subject is another <laughs> podcast on its own. The Nevada and Georgia. Georgia. You guys deserve your own podcast. Oh, my God. And I said it on my Facebook about Georgia, okay? If Georgia goes ahead and pulls out what we think is going to pull out, we can no longer make fun of the Atlanta Falcons. You can't blame them no more. That's it. For 28-3, they pulled their weight. They, they, did, they did what they're supposed to do. They what came a comeback. through in the absolute clutch. Clutch. Clutch Georgia right now. But... 
Anyway, anyway, let me jump back on this. So for college football that's coming back, I'm excited to see these two teams match up. Uh, I went against Michigan when they played Minnesota, but Michigan's taking on Indiana. Two good teams that are playing pretty good football right now. Who do you have, Michigan or Indiana? First of all, before we even talk about that, can we talk about how I shellacked you last week? Now, do you see how I transitioned straight into <laughs> talking about Pickham's? Oh, no, no. I didn't even want you to bring that up, but go ahead. If, if that makes you feel better, go ahead. Well, you know, so last week you went 16-2, I went 7-1. and one, yeah, yeah. But it does make for my third consecutive week of, of winning. You are narrowing the gap, so I am, I am happy that you are being more competitive. <laughs> I'm happy you're trying. Yeah, I'm happy, yeah, you're, I'm trying. happy you're trying. That brings our season total before we make our picks. You're 11 and 9. Yeah. To my 16 and 4. Yep. So with that being said, I am going to go with Michigan bouncing back and getting a W against Indiana. Yeah, I, I, that's a good pick, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I watched how they ran the football. Um, and that's, I think that's their strength, but they went away from it last week. They, they need to, you need a little bit more ground, ground game. And I know they got down in the other game, but I, I like Michigan going over Indiana. This is a huge one. I know you love your Gators, Florida versus Georgia. Who do you got? Oh, you know where I'm going, baby. Of course UF. I do. Of course I UF. do. UF. Yeah. All the way. They look good, man. They look good. I can't, can't deny them, but. I'm oh, still Georgia. I'm still upset that you guys don't keep us on the schedule every year. And that you, you know, I got to play FSU as a Miami fan. We play FSU every year. I'm kind of upset that you, you guys play us every five years when you're already souped up and you have 25 seniors and you're playing us. And you're, yeah, we, we let you play around with a little brother. A little brother's Florida State. You can play around with them every, well, every couple of years. I really, I really and then when you're for the big boys, we show up. Yeah, know, I can't wait. I can't wait till our... Our our tight end Gage Wilcox go up to Florida. No man, and he's up there. He'll be he'll be a sophomore junior yep. by the time he plays Miami next. And I'm we'll gonna see here on the podcast talk about how I'm, I'm buying a jersey. Dominate, yep, University of Miami that day. So I'm, I'm okay. buying a jersey. I'm gonna wear it for him, Charles Montgomery, all those guys. Where it, it'll oh, be fun watching. Jordan Young, Jesus man, it's, it's gonna wait. Be, it's gonna be a movie. Wait till the next time. Yeah, Gators Miami. fans don't know what they got coming to them, man. It's gonna be great, man. Uh, the last college football game that we got to talk about, which I know, I f- you know, I freaking oh, hate. yes, I passionately hate Notre Dame. So you we got them. Clemson versus Notre Dame. You know where I'm going, especially after seeing. I know Trevor Lawrence got hit with the COVID 19. His the freshman quarterback came in, which by the way, that dude does that, good. That dude looks like he has four kids and plays a mortgage. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> kid is 6'5 with a beard thicker than mine. And let me tell you something. He came up. Yeah, he played a little rough in the first quarter. I think it was nerves, you know, being being out there. But God, did he show up and just annihilate uh, the team? I mean, I like Clemson, man. Who do you like? I like Clemson also. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is overhyped. I think their defense is overhyped. Yeah, I think they come in, they play well. Clemson gets a win, not by a lot. I think it's a field goal. No, I think Maybe they annihilate them. Type of difference. No, I think they just annihilate them. Or at least I'm hoping. I'm hoping for annihilation I so they can go hoping. back you're and pray about it. Notre Dame. At, yeah, at their school or whatever they do. Notre Dame freaking independent team <laughs> that gets ranked number two because they're Notre Dame. Anyway, I got Clemson with that. So that's good. You got Clemson as well. Going to the NFL pickums. We had a lot of games on in the NFL, but we only felt that these two would be the matchups that everybody should watch or should be at least talking about. Uh, we have Seahawks versus the Bills. Like we just mentioned earlier, we love Russell Wilson. He's an MVP candidate. He's playing like an MVP. I don't think there's a DB in the league that could cover DK Metcalf. 
I don't think it's one-on-one. I don't think there's anybody that can cover one-on-one. Who do you got, boss? So, here's my take on this. Okay. The game's being played in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And you know that I I don't like teams that play in the cold or in the snow. Yes. Buffalo has a good defense coming off a big win against the Patriots. They're nemesis to take a commanding Which Which, can lead. we put a pin in that real quick? Hold on. I forgot to mention this. They beat the Bills. Or the, I'm sorry, the Bills beat them. Do you know we control the conference? Yeah, the Dolphins, Dolphins control who you the conference. against last come week. On, come on, let that go. Remind you of that. Let that go. I thought the Rams were going to come in here and kill Tua. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Tua only had 93 yards and he freaking... But it doesn't matter. Yeah, he got Big the W. defense. They did. got his back. They really did. So I, I agree with them. I was, I was laughing when I saw that. I was like, wait a minute. Are we in the leading division? We're in the lead. We're what? in the lead. What is going on right now? But anyway, Bills are still playing great. Bills are still playing phenomenal. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I like the Bills wow. to win against the Seahawks wow. only because it's going to, I think it's going to be snowing, <laughs> which I think it's going to limit Russell Wilson's aerial attack. Chris Carson has been nursing an injury. Wow. He was, he was questionable last week. And Seattle's defense has not been impressive, to say the least. I think Stephon Diggs plays well. Mm. I think Josh Allen plays well. And I think the Bills' defense does enough to win the game. I'm saying 27-24, the Bills are going to win. Wow. That's a good score. That's a good prediction. I'm going with the Seahawks still. Until somebody knocks off the king, I can't can't go go against Russell. I can't blame you. I can't blame you. Besides, picking against Russell Wilson is like, it's like cussing in church. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, don't <laughs> do that. To do it. Yeah, he's got a direct line to Jesus, like Tebow did. So, you know what I mean? You don't want to, you don't want to mess with that faith thing, man. But on the last game, we've already mentioned it before, is the Bucks versus Saints, and I think we're both in the agreement. Bucks. Yeah, we're both going to pick the Bucks there. Uh, they just look like they're on fire, man. They really do. What's your score? What's your score? I, I told you my score earlier. I thought 31-27 with a game-winning drive by yeah. the goat. Yeah. What do you think? I think we'll, it's, we'll, we'll use because I think we're pretty close yeah. as far as pickums this week. We'll use the score of this game as a tiebreaker in case we're tied. Okay, I'm going 37 or 31 27 bucks win. I was really going to go 27 24 bucks with them okay. coming down the coming down the pipe to to finish the game off in two minutes to beat the Saints. Um, but then again, you, you never know. Tom Brady in in that offense is playing on another level. The they defense are. is just flying around footballs. And let me tell you something. To watch how they hit, they're not just t- – they're like they're hitting. They are. They look like some of the old Bucks style defense. And their secondary is playing really well. They're blitzing a ton. They're getting oh, yeah. after the quarterback. They're comfortable man coverage, which you got to be in order to blitz. You got you yeah. to be okay with your defense. You're not on an island by themselves. And, and, and they the show it. Doing that, and I think Michael Thomas struggles coming back. I don't think Michael Thomas is all the way in. Uh, yeah, I, he's I just, playing, he's just trying to door. play for a resume so he can go somewhere else. Yeah, I think he has a foot at the door right now. Yeah, we'll we'll kind of see what uh what happens. Yeah, I agree with you, man. That's our pickums for the week, man. I want to talk to you about fantasy football, man. Um, oh boy, yeah, man. There's a lot I, I, of guys. You that... want to talk about? Hold on, before you get into this, uh-huh. you took a shellacking in okay. the pickums. Look, look. What do you is want this? to talk about the shellacking you what took in this? fantasy football? Like, like me this why week? do we want to relive this? 0-2 this week. Bro, We're 0-2 this week. Bro, why do we want to continue to relive 
an abusive relationship that we have going on right now. Like no, this is abusive. Abuse. All right. Oh my god. I, know, I, got, I got beat like I stole man. something. Yeah. It was horrible, man. I'm not playing my best right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. All right. So now that you admitted that, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go over again, guys. We're gonna give you guys that are not highly being talked about that are good options this week. Um, if you're kind of deciding between, you know, these guys here, I'm going to give you the guy to definitely go about. And again, just kind of recap the past. I've told you about Justin Herbert. He's balled out. Now he's a automatic top 10 quarterback in the league. You heard it here. We've been talking about him for weeks. Here's a guy that I think is going to do well for this week. If you had to play a game this week, right. what's going to happen? My guy, Raul, is going to be pumped when I say this. Okay. I'm taking Tua. Really? Tua is going to have a great game against Arizona. Arizona is not known for their defense. They're not playing well defensively. I think Tua has a good rebound game. I think he airs it out a little bit more. I like Tua to be in the top 12 of the quarterback standings when the weekends. I think it throws the ball well. If you just lost Matthew Stafford due to COVID, he's on the COVID list, and you're scrambling around trying to find a quarterback on the waiver wire that no one's kind of thinking about, I think Tua is a, is a great option for you. Mm. Now, we're going to head over to the running backs. Here's where the money makers are at. Yeah, because there's a lot around the league that are not playing due to COVID or just hurt. So who, who yeah, should you, people take? Thankfully, you got Christian McCaffrey coming back from it from being the IR for the last four or five weeks. Right. He's finally back. But again, guys to look out for. I talked about him earlier. I hinted at him earlier. I think Leonard Fournette is a guy that's going to have a really good day. Yeah, he's going to be I think huge Leonard up. Fournette is going to rush for over 100 yards. I think he gets one to two touchdowns. He's been very involved in the passing game for the Bucs. He's averaged... He's averaged the last couple of weeks now at least three to four catches in the last couple of games. So he's coming out on third down. He's playing every down. Um, Tom Brady loves to throw to running backs. I think it's one of the situations where he gets the ball and does well. Another guy that I like this week is Damian Harris for the Patriots. Patriots are playing against the Jets who are atrocious. They can't cover. They can't stop the run. Right. Damian Harris last week came off a 16-carry, 102 yards and a touchdown. I think he produces the same thing this week against a depleted, giving up, trying to draft Trevor Lawrence type of team in the New York Jets. If you're thinking about who to play at running back and he's an option for you, definitely get him in. When we look at our, our receivers this week, again, you know, the, the 49ers just played last night. They had their whole team on, on COVID, felt like. Uh, I'm going to give you Russell Gage. Calvin Ridley is questionable for this game with a with an ankle injury. If if he doesn't play, I move Russell Gage up there pretty significantly. I think Russell Gage can end up being a top 15 play kind of guy. Otherwise, you know, you, you have your, you know, Michael Thomas – I move down. I don't think he does well against the Bucks defense this week. Uh, one guy that I like a lot is Will Fullard. You got Will Fullard coming through uh, and playing against Jacksonville. Jacksonville, there's no Jalen Ramsey there anymore. I don't know DB that plays for them anymore. Yeah, I think he does extremely well. I think the Mustache plays a, a quarter uh, corner for them as well. 
Yeah, I can mustache. Go mustache play got, corner for him as well. He's got to play both. <laughs> and then as a sneaky guy, I like Antonio Brown. If if you're caught, you do like him we, for the first. I day? like him really. I like I, I like him because I think you know for Antonio Brown, you're probably looking you know ten to fifteen points from Antonio Brown. I think he scores once. I think he gets four or five catches for like 50 yards and a touchdown. That's, that's six, 16, 17 points right there in PPR leagues. I think he does well. Um, guys to stay away from. If you have these guys on your team, trade them. Get rid of them. Wow. Any Cowboys receiver. See oh, man. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, trade them. Trade them away as fast as you can. Yeah. They got, they're going on their fourth quarterback this year. Yeah. Whenever a team is going on their fourth quarter for the year, you know things are going south. It's a wrap. Yep. So I would definitely get rid of them. I would not play them. If you have, if you're, if, put it this way if you're debating Antonio Brown over Amari Cooper, you put Antonio Brown in. <laughs> right. And you close your eyes and, and you just roll with it because it's safer to pick him than it is to pick any Cowboys receivers at this point in the year. It's now, true. let's flip over to tight end. Titans, we've had some major injury. Kettle is is gone for a while. And I'm going to give you a guy. I'm going to give you a guy that you can plug in and play into most weeks. He's done well. Most people are not talking about him or not. He's not owned in a ton of leagues. TJ Hawkinson. I know, Raul. You're asking, who is TJ? Who is this guy? He's a tight end for the Lions. Right, so you got Stafford potentially going on COVID. When a new quarterback comes in, who would they love to throw the ball to? Running backs and tight ends. It's true. You got Galladay, who's not playing already. Right, Hawkinson has been, last week he went seven catches, 65 yards. The week before, five catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. He's been playing well with Stafford. I think now if Stafford does not play or he does play, I, especially with Kenley Galladay not playing this week, I think you move him up in the rankings for sure this week. What are your thoughts? I mean, what are my thoughts? I saw, you, I saw you right. I saw you taking some notes. Oh, I'm, I'm on there now. I'm on there now looking for for every guy that you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm not going to lie to you. These are good advice, man. I, I, I did not know that you shouldn't start or you should start Antonio Brown. I think that's a good idea. I thought he'd be limited, but that's the way you planned it out there. That's that's a good idea. The guys that you I got watch bye be- weeks. Yeah, you're right. You yeah. got bye weeks because you, if you if you're on a team, you got the Rams. You got Cooper Cup on a bye week. You got yeah. you know Robert Woods on a bye week. You're dealing with injuries. You've got some 49ers receivers. Debo Samuel is out. Right. You know if you're dealing with those kind of things right now, you know Antonio Brown is not that far of a reach as, as a guy with a ton of upside that's going to play. Yeah. Right, he's going to get snaps. You know, Brady likes Antonio Brown. It's more of a, it, it, it's in, in for Brady. Here's the thing. If Brady was, if we were playing the Giants, we'll go back to last week. Okay. I may say, you know what? Antonio Brown, probably not. Week one, probably not a good time to start. Because right. you're playing against a team that you should destroy. You should. Know, we got either with a two-point win, so we'll take it. But now you're playing the Saints in a must-win situation. Brady's going to find Antonio Brown. He's going to throw the ball. I would not be surprised. And again, our show has talked about the future. I would not be shocked that on the first drive of the game, Antonio Brown has two to three catches on the first drive. 
I wouldn't either. Brady is out to make a statement. Well, then you have to, like I told you, he's got to take the hits. He's got to get into the game and feel. He's got to get acclimated. Yeah, you, you, you got to get him in there. You got to get him quickly, a couple screens, little bubbles or whatever, slants here and there to get him used to, okay, let me let me get my feet wet again. Even though he's in great shape, that hitting part and, is different. And to tell the Saints, we're going to throw him the ball. You better cover him. Yeah, he'll draw some double teams. He, he'll he'll open up some other things for everybody he'll draw else. Coverage. Yeah. He'll start to draw coverage and draw attention. I think that allows you Mike Evans to play well, Gronkowski to play well. I think Chris Godwin plays. Right. I really do think he finds a way to get in this game. He's so important to us in the running game, right. blocking, uh, in this offense right now. So I, I think he finds a way to play. So, yeah, I'm pumped to see Antonio Brown. And, and he seems to be a new guy and and. I just, yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I saw I the interview. Wait. I saw the interview. He looked, he looked excited. He looked like he's level-headed again. He looks, he looks like he's got it, whatever was in his system. And I don't mean that as meds. far as, yeah, as far as not drugs. I'm talking about whatever he was because he was very angry. You know, the yeah, tweets. He was dealing with something internally he was dealing for something, sure. Yeah, spiritually. So he looks good to go. So it's good to hear that he's in shape. The Bucks, are, I know they're excited for everything that's going on. I know you're excited for for tonight. Excited for, for for Sunday. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's a, a jam packed weekend, baby. Oh my god, it really is. There's a lot going on, man. So, Jay uh, boys take on Alonzo to, to to look to finish the season seven and one. It's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be a lot of great things. I can't going. wait. I can't you either. Play man. Bayside next week, right? And by the time you hear this podcast, we've probably already elected our new president. We've probably deemed to put the hat on somebody. Listen, if you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully. hopefully. If Nevada, by the time Monday come, Nevada will still be counting. But uh, uh, just so you understand, everybody that's, that's listening to the show, whichever way it goes, whichever way it happens, just understand life moves on. Take care of your family. Make yourself happy. Don't put too much energy into these things. Put all that energy into what's going to make you happy, what's going to take your families to the next level. Uh, that's what you need to be worried about. That's all the time we have today. I love doing these podcasts with you, uh, George, man. Shout out to FanStreamSports.com and JP over there. Uh, we were we are going to have El Bushman. I would love to have Ruth the Truth back on the show as well, man. We talked about that before. Uh, but thank you guys for so much for joining me and George. Take that knowledge. Take what we predict. I'm telling you, it's going to make you a lot of money, especially if you're doing DraftKings. You're welcome, uh, Fred, <laughs> Fred Powell. You're, you're very welcome for <laughs> for all the knowledge that you get, uh, free uh, knowledge that you get, man. So God bless you. God bless you, George. I'll see you later, man. Appreciate it, man. If you enjoyed today's podcast, go ahead, subscribe, and follow. That way you get notified when our show drops. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. Join the debate on Facebook by simply searching On The Clock Sports Talk. Go ahead and trash talk with us and, and tell us what your thoughts are about today's topics. Until next time. You're on the clock.